All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, December 29th of 2023. Uh, this will actually be our last Office Hours show of the year. So closing out a full year of Office Hours here. I uh, really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every day, each and every week of the year here. So this is my first full year doing Office Hours. Uh, so really appreciate you guys' support. The entire time looking forward to another strong year coming up here in 2024 and uh you know looking ahead to today we have an eight game nba slate and then over in the nhl streets we have a nine game main slate over there and then i believe that there was some college football getting uh underway here today with a four game main slate that's already starting so i uh, hope you guys uh wish you guys good luck if you are playing some college football today and then uh, beyond that, you know, going into the weekend here, we obviously have NFL week 17 slate here and uh, you know, getting closer and closer to the end of the NFL season. But for those of you guys who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You can get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at SaberSim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get signed up, there is a link in the description below. You get access to our <coughs> sorry our, our sim our similar channels individual sport channels and the rest of the saber sim team so can't say enough good things about the discord but before we get started as always want to remind you guys about our weekly max challenge our two weeks left in the nfl regular season here you're going to get access to weekly rewards uh season-long rewards if you've been playing with us for a while so new people are joining saber sim each and every day still time to participate all you got to do is use the screen enter the challenge button Follow the eligibility requirements down here on the bottom. This is for DraftKings, and then we also have an owner's box version as well, so you can see the links in the description. But with that said, we're going to get started here. Uh, we're going to start with the questions that come in in the Discord first, and then we will jump over to the YouTube chat. So first question here from Jay Sams Jr., question says, how often would you say that a player that does not have a high usage on a team have an outlier game? Uh, that's a good question. You know, I, what I would do, honestly, in this situation uh, to kind of answer that is, you know, I would, I would pick a player, right? A pick, pick a player that you're interested in. You know, it sounds like you have some type of player on your mind. And maybe this is like a mid-range minute player, right? Somebody playing like maybe 25 minutes a game, not too high, not too low. So maybe somebody like Dante DiVincenzo here. And if I click him, you know, what are his upside outcomes and how often do they happen? Like come in here and see like these sim percentages, right? So like uh, over 30 points, like two, three, four, about like five-ish percent of the time he's scoring more than 30 points. You can also check his percentile here. So DiVincenzo, uh, 95th percentile, about 30, right? 29.8. So you could use the percentiles to do it. If you want to get even more specific, you can click into them and then see their actual range of outcomes and see what's happening there. So uh, you have a different, a couple different ways of looking at that information, but that is how I would go about looking at it for a particular person in question. All right. Next question. When it comes to the spread, is that something to look at to get an edge? 
Uh, I wouldn't say so. You know, we obviously like have the team totals here up at the top and, you know, these are going to be fairly close to Vegas. We're okay taking some stands against Vegas here, but we're obviously aware of what the Vegas lines are over unders, all that good stuff. Um, I don't think you can get like a ton of edge from, from looking at the spread. You know, if you have like some idea about how to get an edge, then, uh, you know, if you want to propose that, then, you know, I'd be happy to get my feedback, but like, if you say like, Hey, can you get an edge from looking at the spread? Like, I don't, I don't know how personally, I'm not saying you can't, I'm not saying there isn't a way to do that, but maybe if you just uh, went into a little more detail, I'd be happy to give you my thoughts. All right. Question from Mike. Mike said day three user on the free trial. Candidly, I'm trying it out because I'm sick of seeing the Saber Sim avatar on the top of the leaderboards and figured if you can't beat them, join them. Kudos to what you guys are building over here. I can tell you're super passionate and are coming at DFS from a different angle. One early on question on my end when messing around with the model, when I have a specific angle on a slate, what is the best way to adjust for that? Should I be starting off with adjusting minimax exposure on the player slash games I like, or should I be adjusting projections? Example from yesterday, prior to the Amari news, I wanted to fade him and lean more and joke you under the angle that he was playing hurt and just a decoy in the game. Obviously, the news changed, so I had to adjust accordingly. In the scenario I talk about, I'd want to favor simulations in which that scenario played out. So it'd be great to be able to filter the pool down based on games where Njoku is dominating and Cooper putting up less than 10 yards. Okay, so uh, this is a good question. And, you know, there's there's kind of two ways to come about this, right? There is the very, like, firm, very hard approach. Like, no, I know this is what I want. I know this is what I want to see my lineups look like. If you're coming at it from that angle, then I would use the minimax exposures. Uh, the reason for that is those are going to guarantee you get X percent of a player in your lineups. Now, now me personally here, so this is something I do more with NBA. I prefer to say, hey, Saber Sim, this is what I think is going to happen. And I do that by adjusting the projections. And then it's basically like, now tell me with these new inputs what you think the correct exposure should be. And I like that approach. And sometimes it sucks because you think like you have an angle on a slate and you make some projection adjustments. And then Saber Sim interprets that and goes, mm, no, I still don't want to play that guy. And you're just like, oh my God, like, like really, I'm not getting to any of him at all. And some people would would not like that. You know, they, they're very firm. They're very planted and they want to follow through with that thought process that they're on. I am more of a person where it's like, okay, well, hey, you know, that it is what it is. At least I, my, my objective is to try and put the most accurate inputs into the builder of what I think is going to happen and then let it figure out what to do from there. So sometimes I do that and I might end up with like a hundred percent of a player. And it's like, Oh, that feels so risky because I know I'm taking a shot on this angle, but then it really comes back to like bankroll management, uh, uh, you know, figuring out how much I'm playing, how much risk I want to assume. But like, in that situation, you know, I am personally okay with 100% of the player because I know that, you know, I, I am I am a firm believer in, like, the process that I'm going through to add value where, like, if I say, like, hey, I think this projection adjustment is correct, and so I'm willing to do whatever Saberson tells me to do at that point. So kind of two different angles to come through. One is, like, hey, 
make an adjustment, let Saber Sim decide what's right. Other side is like, hey, I know I really want this in my lineup no matter what. So then I would just do the min and max exposures. But like, those are the two different ways I would think about it personally. All right. Question here from Blake. If you're playing five lineups in a smaller NFL tournament, what would you recommend doing to help diversify your lineups a little bit using the unique feature? Uh, good question. So, you know, mini uniques are, are great. Mini uniques are more for diversifying yourself. So really the mini unique tool is saying, Hey, you know, give giving yourself lineups that are not so correlated that are not going to be so close together. So bunched up. Um, as far as, you know, getting different from the field, you know, sim diversity is going to continue to be your best friend here. Like if you're playing, like maybe you set it up as like a three max, maybe it's like 100 to 1k entries, you know, I'm not like opposed to like going in here and like boosting sim diversity a little bit. Um, it's something that I'll consider doing if the tournament is like mid stakes, high stakes, things like that. But if it's like a low stakes contest, then I'm probably just leaving it where it is. But as the field gets sharper, I think that sim, more sim diversity can help you. Um, really quickly, before I hit this next question, I see Aaron's question right here. Any rules you set? Uh, Aaron, man, just let me know what sport you're talking about, and, and I'll be happy to answer that. All right, next question here from Blue Collared Hall. Hey, buddy, what is the difference between value, rank, average on the metric or uh, sum or product geo? Should I run metrics on mean or sum or rank for, let's say, uh, do you reckon metrics wise, how many metrics do you suggest? What are the best in your opinion? Okay, uh, good question here. So let's go over to these lineups that I already built here. And what we're talking about are the sorting metrics, right? So we already have all these preset sorting metrics. So if you're on the ultimate plan, which it looks like you are, you know, I would run your contest sim. I would set it up, run it. And then I would use the contest sim metric, preferably risk adjusted ROI. If you're not, if you don't have contest sims, I would stick with Saber score. Uh, my, you know, Saber score was built using contest sims. We back tested lots of contests uh, using different variables with different weights, trying to find the best combination that led to uh, the highest o uh, long-term ROI. And then we, we created Saber score that way. So Saber score is like the 80, 20 of contest sims. The reason it's the 80, 20 is because it makes a lot of assumptions based on slate size, based on contest size, like all these different ranges, as opposed to being very, very specific about the specific contest size, the specific percent to first, the specific cash line, all that stuff. So I think Saber score is good. Uh, if you want to, you know, not use these and you want to use custom metrics, right? So you can go in and you create some type of metric, right? That's totally okay. So let's say we're using ownership, right? And then you're going to come in here and you're going to see all these different options. Some product average. So some is like literally adding up all of the ownerships here. Product is going to be uh, multiplying them all together. And then, and then uh, geo mean is, is, Basically taking product, it's a form of product ownership that makes the number a little more usable because if you multiply all these percentages, it comes out to like 0 0.00000000, you know, 21, I don't know. But if you use GL mean, then you're going to get something that's closer to like 0.21, right? And, uh, and then average is looking at all these percentages and then taking the average of them. So we have a really good video in our help docs, which I will link here. If you go down to frequently asked questions. You go down to geometric 
And then it says how to ownership product and ownership geometric mean work. So this is a video I did gives you an example of some versus product versus geo mean, how to apply those in the app across all subscriptions and then what those look like. So I'm going to link it here um, in both the YouTube chat and in a thread here in the office hours channel, since that's where the question came in, just so you can check this video out really good video. And then getting back to the custom metrics here, uh, the other option was like, Hey, what is the difference between like rank and all these different options? Right. So if I got like my own, some, so rank, what rank is going to do is it's going to look at how many lineups are in your pool and then give it a number between one and the number of lineups in your pool. So although the sum ownership is 153%, what's going to happen is it's going to give it a score between one and 500 here, because that is how many lineups there are. And then if we do it a little differently here, uh, value is going to give you the actual sum value. So that lineup was 153%. So this will be the same. It'll give it a 153 value here. Normalized and max scaled. So these are going to uh, standardize it to at least a 100 maximum and then kind of scale down from there. So it uh, depends what you're trying to do here. Depends what you want your formula to look like. Whatever you do, I'd probably use the same version if you're going to use multiple variables here. Uh, understand how big the numbers end up being, and then you could you can kind of go from there. But you know, custom metrics are like this very you know artistic tool, this very creative tool where there there aren't a lot of you know guidelines about how to use it. Um, it is very much art versus science, so it's 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 like pretty hard to like kind of tell you like what you're looking for. You really have to like play around with it and trial and error and see what the lineups look like and see if the lineups are passing the eye test for you when you're using it. All right. Uh, looks like that question came in in both the Office Hours channel and the YouTube chat. So we're going to skip down here. It looks like our next next question is from Rashid. Rashid said, when building lineups for different contest sizes, single entry, three max, 20 max, and 150 max, should you do a new build for each contest size? Good question. So what we actually suggest in our DFS profit plan, which is a contest selection framework, that we created through backtesting, which you can find here on the YouTube channel on our homepage, which I will link here in the YouTube chat, uh, is that you should that the optimal way to do this is to split your lineups into two builds, single entry and three max in one build, 20 max and 150 max in another build. We found that those contest types play very similarly, and grouping those type of lineups together is totally okay. So I recommend doing the two builds. Uh, the only time I would do one is if you're in a time crunch. And it's like usually something that you run into in like NBA. All right. Uh, Aaron said any rules you set. Um, so I think that, you know, some like basic rules that you could set, like for NBA, a uh, very common one is, you know, use no more than three players per team. So it looks look something like this, like rule type group method automatic use no more than three here and you group by team, right? Um, this is good. I would, you know, always check the slate in case there's like a situation where one team is like sitting a bunch of players or a bunch of players are out and you can like adjust for that and maybe remove that team from the rule here using a manual save option. But I think that this is like a fine heuristic overall. And then, uh, you know, for NFL, um, you know, if you wanted to like put in a rule that basically said, hey, I want to make sure that my lineups are stacked, I think that's okay as well. But... Those are all the questions that we had in both the Office Hours channel and the YouTube chat. So appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, we will be right back here next week on Tuesday, actually, for our next show. So until then, everybody, take care. Good luck. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.